Welcome to Direct Impact, where we discuss the various ways our mental health and quality of life intersect. I'm your host, Andrea Epting, licensed professional counselor, master's addictions counselor, and certified sex therapist. Think of our time together as focused self-reflection mixed with insight, passion, and empowerment. Now, take a deep breath. Now let's dive in and see what impacts you today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Andrea Epteen with the Direct Impact Podcast. So happy to be with you. All right. So today we're talking about one of my absolute favorite topics. If you are happen to be one of my current or former clients listening to this podcast, you will know. <laughs> um, we're going to be talking about boundaries and how to establish healthy boundaries. But I want to start with <laughs> what are boundaries? Uh, boundaries are, you know, very clear and concrete statements that, you know, show that you care for yourself and you care for the relationship in which you are setting the boundary. Okay. They're not threats. They are very clear statements that say, this is what's going on. This is how I feel about the situation. This is what's coming up for me internally. This is what I need moving forward. And if I cannot have this need met moving forward, this is what I'm going to have to do about it. So this will be the the follow-up. Not a consequence, but what you are going to do to ensure that that need is actually met in a different manner, okay? So setting firm boundaries with others is key in all healthy relationships. But let's back it up a little bit. If you're multitasking, stop. (laughs) Listen to this. If you do not first learn how to set boundaries with yourself, you will not know how to set boundaries with others. So there are internal boundaries that we need to set. You know, if you are struggling with any type of impulsive or compulsive behaviors, if you're struggling in um, overindulgence and addiction, um, anxiety and depression and mental health concerns and things like that, it's really important that you first start with establishing your own boundaries and how to protect them, how to have barriers set and boundaries set between you and any of those unwanted behaviors. So once you learn how to set boundaries with yourself, it becomes a little bit easier when, you know, communicating them with others, because you have to be a pretty insightful and self-aware individual to even know what your boundaries are, much less to verbalize them in situations where the stakes really are high. Okay, so trust me, I don't think that this is easy work at all, but I know how important this work is. So all right, let's dive in a little bit, a little bit deeper. So an internal boundary might look like, um, all right, so I know that the behavior that I am trying to resist is looking at pornography. So I am going to set boundaries with myself that says all my electronics go up in the evening as soon as I come in from work. So around 5.30, 6 o'clock, all the electronics are turned off and I have made sure that, you know, my smart home or whatever, you know, I have set up for me is supporting me in that manner. So that is a boundary between you and an unwanted behavior. 
You can also set, you know, boundaries with yourself when it comes to your mood and your emotion regulation. You can set boundaries with yourself regarding performance and things of that nature so that you can succeed. So you can start to see how important boundaries are in your overall health and well-being, right? So to be able to notice what your needs are, to be able to set boundaries to ensure that those needs are actually met, um, and to change behaviors when you see them going down you know, the wrong road. So important. Now, the tougher part is communicating that with others. Remembering that in healthy relationships, people want what's best for you. They care about your needs. They care about your desires. They care about your goals. But it's very important that when you set boundaries, you are not doing it um, from a place of anger or resentment, or even like getting to that dysregulated place of survival. So when you do decide that a boundary needs to be set, oftentimes, it's not a decision that comes in real time. Now, later down the road, you can start to learn how to do that. So like when you're dialoguing with somebody, when you notice emotionally that you're kind of like going outside of your window of tolerance and getting dysregulated, you can pull yourself back inside that window, take a deep breath and communicate a boundary. But a lot of work, a lot of groundwork needs to be laid before you can get to the place where you can communicate boundaries in real time. So at first, it's important to sit with yourself. And sometimes you write out a boundary. Sometimes you practice a boundary before you actually verbally deliver it to somebody. All right, I really do recommend that because it's important to learn how to do this in a way that the other person can actually hear you acknowledge what you're saying, and make an effort to abide by what you're requesting. Okay, so that's just like really, really important stuff to make sure that when you are processing this, when you are acknowledging your feelings, your emotions, your needs, your desires, your expectations, that you're doing it when you are contained and regulated, and write it out. Okay, Um, I'm going to take you through, I just wanted to walk you step by step through how I recommend um, boundaries are set, you know, things to consider. Again, when you're journaling, when you've decided that a boundary needs to be set in a relationship in order for it to move forward successfully, or if you've decided a boundary needs to be set, because if it's not set, you're just going to continue in old cycles and destructive patterns of behavior. Or if a boundary's not set, you're going to have a fight <laughs> again over the same thing next month. You know, these are good times to set boundaries. Listen up. Is anybody out there interested in working smarter, not harder? Timeular provides effortless time tracking to help you achieve your goals and lead a more productive work-life balance. This platform helps you to quantify distractions, increase your focus, and transform how you spend your very, very valuable time and energy. See where every minute of your working day is spent. For me, time audits hold me accountable to my priorities, protecting my margin, and it holds me accountable to my annual goals. How and where I dedicate my time and energy is super important. 
As a wife, mother of two children, and several pets, founder and CEO of a nonprofit, clinical director of Resolve Strategies, and a podcaster, I wear many hats, and I use Timular to keep me on track. Just go to timular.com backslash ref backslash direct impact. All right, scroll down at the end of this episode through our show notes and click on timular.com backslash ref backslash direct impact. Especially when your mental health and your serenity and sanity is on the line, it's, it's critical that you establish boundaries, set boundaries, and continue to repeat boundaries. So I like to start with a fact um, instead of a, hey, we need to talk. <laughs> uh, if you start with a, hey, um, when you get home, we, we need to talk. Guess what's going to happen to that person? <laughs> they're going to get extremely dysregulated and they're going to fight, flight, freeze, appease, get angry, get scared, retreat, not show up <laughs> later, avoid, you know, something like that is probably going to happen. So let's be mindful about how you first approach setting a boundary. So you want to start with a fact or like a behavior observed. Like, do you remember, do you remember last week when I saw you on your phone and um, I asked who you were talking to and you put it up quickly and you didn't really have an answer for who you were speaking to? Um just invite them into the conversation that way. Like, hey, do you remember when you were looking at your phone and I and I asked who you were speaking to? Oftentimes at that point, they're not dysregulated. They're thinking, they're processing, they're getting curious. They're like, hmm, what, what are they talking about? Oh, yeah, I remember that. So you're saying, do you remember when you dot, dot, dot? And then you bring up the feeling that it caused, Okay. So when you were looking at the phone and you put it up quickly and you weren't able to say who you were speaking to, the feeling that came up for me was fear and survival and anger. So when you did that, it made me feel unsafe. All right. And then you go to a memory or a reflection or a time when that used to happen in that relationship. So then you've, you've stated the fact, do you remember when? And this is how it made me feel. And then you go to, it made me feel angry like when you were caught looking at pornography. Okay, so you are reflecting on a time when there really was an issue at hand, you know, and you were confronted with that issue, and it was very upsetting for you, right? And it made you feel very unsafe, like you couldn't trust. So again, I'm going to walk you through it. You're stating a fact, you know, like, do you remember when and how it made you feel? And then you reflect on another time, you know, a behavior incurred, and you felt that same way. And then you go to a cognition. So what I told myself about that was... Okay, so it reminded me of when you were caught looking at pornography, and I felt like my world was falling apart. Um, and I told myself, what I made up about it and told myself was that you were doing that again. You know, so 
you've got the fact, you've got the feeling, you've got the memory and the reflection, and then you've got the cognition. Like what I told myself when I saw you on the phone the other night is that you were back in your addiction and that you were looking at pornography again. Okay. And then you go to the need. So what I need moving forward is for your devices to be up in the evening. Um, This is a time for us to connect and to be together and to make sure that our sexual energy and our relational energy is just going into each other, not into our devices, not into our phones, you know, some to the kids, maybe if you have a family, but, but it needs, what I need is for you not to be on your phone in the evening. Okay, so that's the expression of need. And then the invitation is so important. So this is what I need can you do that for me? This is the invitation. And I love this part. It's so important. You are giving this person a window into your world. You are being truthful. You are being honest. You are being transparent. You are being vulnerable. You're not accusing. (laughs) You're not even saying they were doing anything wrong. You're giving them a window into your world, which is a very scary thing to do. And then you're inviting them to help you heal a wound. That is huge. So the invitation is next time, would you be willing to put up your phone when I ask you who you're talking to, or to be able to tell me very quickly, if your device isn't already up when you come in from work, what what you're doing with the phone, you know, if it's an emergency, if it's a work emergency, if your boss is calling, that's okay. Just tell me you're talking to your boss and you'll be off in a minute. You know, but it's an invitation to help you heal wounds and for him to attune to you and help you emotionally regulate, you know, to get back into your window of tolerance and fight whatever is going on in the relationship like a team. I mean, so this invitation is huge. And then you set the boundary. And sometimes at this point, there's no boundary that needs to be set because they might attune to you. They might turn towards you and lean in and say, yeah, oh my gosh, I will be happy to do that. And I'll go a step further. Anytime you see me on my phone out of those times, um, I will quickly be able to tell you who I'm speaking to, but I'll also, you know, be happy to give you my phone if there's additional trust issues. And, you know, which I would hope you would (laughs) decline because it wouldn't be necessary at that point. But you know what? At that point, there wouldn't need to be a boundary set. But some people, and sometimes depending on where they are, um, they might respond with denial, they might respond with resentment, they might respond with deflection, they might make it about you and not about them. And so if you would just blah, 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 sometimes that happens. Okay, and if it does, that's when the boundary needs to be firm and set. And boundaries is so important that they're clear, and that they're concrete. And that it's something that is unwavering and you can keep coming back to even several times if you need to. But a boundary, which again would be optional at this point, is if you will not put up your phone as we have discussed, then I am going to have to move out. (laughs) Um, Or, you know, that that might be a little drastic, but hey, maybe not. (laughs) Maybe it's not drastic at all. Um, depending on how many conversations you've had like this and um, what boundaries have been set in the past. (laughs) 
Heads Up Guidance Services or HUGS is a nonprofit organization dedicated to removing all barriers to quality professional counseling services. At HUGS, all motivated individuals, couples, and families can access the support they need and deserve in an outpatient setting. They recruit dedicated, compassionate, and socially conscious professionals who volunteer their time and specialized skill pro bono. HUGS doesn't work with third-party payers, insurance companies, or government dollars. Rather, they operate entirely with the support of people just like you. To help support HUGS, visit www.headsupsavannah.org. But I hope that helps you walk through the amount of preparation and what goes into those really important discussions and like how we set a boundary, how we communicate, why we set a boundary and the why behind it is the most important is because you matter and you want to have agency over your life. You want to be able to meet and achieve your long-term goals and live a life worth living that is yours. And, and you want to be able to share it with this person, right? Which is why you're sharing, you know, and getting very vulnerable and getting very honest and being very transparent. You know, you want to include them in it, but sometimes that just doesn't work. Okay. Sometimes relationships become so toxic and so destructive, and sometimes they were from the very beginning. And boundaries need to be set and they need to be firm and concrete and lead towards you know, a separation in the relationship, a severing of the relationship and the ability to move on and thrive separately of each other. And that's okay. It's scary. It's upsetting. It's hard. There's a lot of grief and a lot of loss wrapped up in that process. But sometimes that's absolutely what's necessary for two individuals to truly thrive um, in this life. So that's okay. It's okay to just sit with that and come to peace with it. If you are in one of those destructive, co-addicted, toxic relationships that just have cycles and they spin and spin and spin and then the spinning just gets faster and faster and faster and you just don't feel like you can get your healthy needs met or if you don't feel like you can have a life of safety, sanity, security in that relationship, then please sit down, set boundaries, be clear about those boundaries. And if it leads to a separation um, where you can effectively get your needs met in a different way, then so be it. So be it. Just sit in that truth. Um, So that's a little bit about boundaries. And I just want to say too, that when you set healthy boundaries with people you love, maybe it's with your child, Um, or your teenager, or with a boss, or whatever, you are saying how important you are, you're saying that your needs, your dreams, your desires, your feelings, your emotions are important. And that's what this is about, is reclaiming yourself, reclaiming your authentic self and standing firm in that, knowing you do have agency and control over the life you choose to live. You do. You have so much more control than you are even aware of. You really do. Um, But it starts to some degree with boundaries. So let's learn how to set them. Let's learn how to acknowledge our feelings, our thoughts, and express our needs so that we can set firm boundaries. 
Boundaries are loving. They are kind. They are an invitation to grow into a healthy space within relationships. So I go back to if you're setting boundaries with like teenagers, boundaries are love. Boundaries are when you say, you know what, I don't want to enable anymore. Because enabling ensures that not only this, these toxic things will happen again, but they'll happen more often. You know, because I don't have strong boundaries, people are going to continue to get their needs met from me in unhealthy ways that are destructive. Okay, and so setting that boundary is you saying no and saying no at the right time because you care. You know, the smallest little boundary, you know, that I think of, like, this came up for me when my kids were very young. So that was many moons ago. But I remember you know, having this like real sense of urgency um, to get out the door, to get out the front door in the morning. And so I had this real strong desire to tie my son's shoes for him. (laughs) I mean, like really wanted to get out the door. And I had to pause and I had to say, you know what, is this one of those opportunities to just stay still and say no (laughs) and let him wrestle with that and us just be late? (laughs) Like that was a boundary. It was hard. I didn't want to set that, you know, and I know it's a small example, but it is an example of choosing not to enable, but instead to set a boundary with myself and with him that this was something that he needed to do on his own. And He learned how to do it. He tied his shoe. Yeah, we were a little late, but guess what? You know, moving forward, he tied him earlier and he tied him himself and he had more experience and it all worked out. But even those small things, just getting aware and being mindful of how this plays out for the long term in our relationships, you know, so I, I hope that that helps. I really know that it's hard, but I just can't say it enough that setting boundaries in relationships, it is the most loving and kind and compassionate thing that you can offer. And that invitation, that vulnerability, that inviting them into your world, that's intimacy. That's intimacy. Into me, you see. (laughs) Intimacy. You're giving them that window to know you and to love you and to care about you more deeply. Like there is nothing more special than that. So I hope that you know, you've heard what I've said. And that if this is valuable to anybody else that you know, who's struggling with internal boundaries or verbalizing boundaries in toxic, you know, unhealthy situations, please share this, share this episode, because we want to continue to be able to provide this information to you every single week. We love what we do. We love coming and giving you life giving content. So please do um, subscribe please do give us a review. We love, 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 love to see reviews. And what we love even more than that is when you reach out to us and you tell us what you want to hear and what you're excited about and what you're struggling with and what are your victories and all of those things we want to hear. Um, we really want to engage with our listeners. So please consider um, looking through the, the show notes and going down and sending us an email. All right, guys, thanks so much and happy boundary setting. Bye now. Hey, listen up. You don't want to miss out on this. Wise Mind Enterprises and Lightning in a Bottle Digital Courses are offering direct impact listeners deep discounts of up to 25% on their 2022 course offerings. Say what? 25%? 
That's right, Edward. Just visit www.lightninginabottle.biz backslash courses to pre-order and save big. These courses are carefully curated with you in mind. Hey, Madison, did you know Lightning in a Bottle works with credentialed licensed professional psychotherapists to create life-giving content that is sure to make an impact? I did, and I'm super excited about their new courses. Me too. New 2022 digital courses include The Antidote to Reactive Living, Healing Body Betrayal, Escaping the Perfectionism Paradox, Essential Truths to Support Your Recovery, just to name a few, and with more life-enhancing courses coming down the pipeline. And if 25% savings still leaves you on the fence, well, how about this? The first 20 people to pre-order will receive 50% off a second course of their choosing. I don't know about you, but I need at least two of those courses. So visit www.lightninginabottle.biz backslash courses today and enter the promo code IMPACT to receive massive savings on valuable courses. Oh, side note. Lightning in a Bottle offers more than just courses. They offer a recovery and life enhancement community, and they are always interested in hearing from you. If one of these courses didn't resonate with you, well, let them know what you're looking for on your journey because your voice is valued and vital. All righty, my friends. Pre-order or engage with Lightning in a Bottle at www.lightninginabottle.biz. Invest in you today. And don't forget your promo code IMPACT. Does anyone else feel like they just earned an extra brain wrinkle? Do you feel like that went by way too fast and just cannot wait till the next episode? Then leave a review and share this episode with a friend, a loved one, a coworker, or whomever because your valued feedback makes a direct impact. Thank you for dropping in. Snaps to you because you have made a direct impact by listening to this podcast. Make sure to follow us on social media and stay tuned every week for a new episode of Direct Impact with Andrea Epting.